Welcome to another episode of PSLP Philosophy, Self-Love, and Polyamory. Without birth and death, and without the perpetual transmutation of all the forms of life, the world would be static, rhythmless, undancing, mummified. To quote from Alan Watts. Here's another. Try to imagine what it will be like to go to sleep and never wake up. Now try to imagine what it was like to wake up having never gone to sleep. Also by Alan Watts. Today I want to talk about death and the grieving process or mourning. Um, This is something that every single one of us is going to have to come into uh, contact with at some point in our lives. It's the one thing that we all have in common that we will be born and we will all die. The circumstances may differ in the ways that we leave the planet Earth, but the fact is each and every one of us is mortal and will die. Everyone who we know, who we love, who we care about has the same fate. None of us escape this. So I think that it's valuable to have the conversation about how we can approach our own emotional process when those who are closest to us pass away and leave their bodies, leave the planet. Everybody grieves or mourns the loss of someone else in a different way. Um, And to a degree, it is time sensitive in the sense that the emotional connection and the bond that you share to someone, your memory of them, the time that you spent with them, it's it's a process that takes time. And I think I would say that it's a process that never really ends. And that people who are going through this process right now can take comfort in that fact that no one is ever 
fully mourned or fully grieved. There will always be a space in your heart that you remember who a person was and your heart will feel a physical sensation when you think about them. This never this is not a process that that uh that stops or that you can complete. Right now during the pandemic there are people who have uh, who are being separated from their family members and they're not allowed to say goodbye. Um, because of being quarantined, many people are dying right now, locked away from the people who care about them, the people who they care about. making it even harder to find that closure and to go through the grieving process, just adding an extra aspect of grief and pain. Every situation is unique and every situation is, is different. But no matter how the life leaves the planet, no matter how it's lost or taken, again, these people leave spaces in our hearts. And there's nothing wrong with this. In the Utopia episode, we discussed how I think that this world is the closest to heaven that we're going to get in the sense that as human beings, as humanity, that there is an aspect of our souls or our, our incarnations that long for contrast, that want to uh, be able to know the difference, to be able to sense reality tangibly, the difference between a dream and being awake, the difference between pain and pleasure, that this polarity is a very essential part of the structure of life. So in this same thread, as much as I love sci-fi and the, the whole concept of living forever is something that I have thought about, it does not fit for me personally. There may be people on the planet that think that that is a good idea. Life is for me very poetic and death is a big part of life, in my opinion. 
I think that the elimination of it would create far greater problems than the seeming problem of death. I mean, if we just look around at the nature, it's easy to see how important death is for life to take place. It's easy to see the intensity going to a hospital, watching people leave having given birth to a new human being, a, a baby, watching others leave having said goodbye to a loved one. Just looking at the cycle for me is a good place to start as far as the entry into the process of emotional healing and understanding, processing. Because I think that the unfathomable, the same way that people feel threatened by others who they don't understand and they react often adversely to people, things, concepts that are unfamiliar to them. I think that's the same reason why we struggle so much with death. But at the same time, if you... If you knew every single aspect of the mystery of being on this planet... it would eliminate a certain reason for existing. I think that the polarity, what we spoke about, part of the tension of being alive is the mystery of being alive. The inexplicable nature of life. I think this is an essential tension to existence. Religion would have us lean upon it. In my opinion, personally, it's an easy out. It's a way to look at the emotions, what I'm feeling, and numb it, to inject it with theology with a belief structure that comforts me, makes me feel better about losing this person, these people, whatever it is, whoever it is. To me, I think that that is how most of the masses are convinced or continue to buy in to this structure that we call religion. It doesn't matter what religion it is. Each and every one of them has a crutch, a conceptual crutch, if you will, 
to lean on to help soothe the pain of loss, of losing the ones that we love, of missing them, and most particularly of not knowing where their souls end up, what's, what's happened, where they go. Having no dialogue to explain that, to understand that, is really hard for people. But it's just interesting because you don't have a dialogue for where you came from before you were born. You can't explain that in the same way that you cannot explain where you will go when you die. But for some reason, because reality and three-dimensional existence is so thick and intense and in your face, it's probably the reason why it's harder for people to accept that. But again, I believe that that's a part of life, is that this tension of unknowing, inexplicable, things that can't be explained. This is part of the poetry of existence, and it's absolutely essential, I believe. It's where all of art comes from. Is trying to put into words the aspects of life that cannot be put into words, reading in between the lines and expressing that it gives others peace because this is all around us all the time the inexplicable things we can't explain things we will never truly understand and that's a lot for our ego it is it's a lot the ego wants to label and understand Everything. And I think that there might be a comfort in not knowing. And that isn't to say take refuge in ignorance, even though it could be interpreted as such. It's to say that the beauty of life is so great and immense and powerful that It can only be sung about, or painted about, or expressed in a way that is abstract. So I want to talk about my personal take on the grieving process, the mourning process, and my personal advice for going through this process. And... I look at this like disease or any other ailment, emotional or physical. The emotions that we experience when we lose someone very close to us can be immense and powerful. And I think that if we implement a similar structure that would be implemented if we were sick um, and had an illness 
that we are giving ourselves a structure to be able to heal in a unique and individual way. So what do I mean by this? If you are given a diagnosis or you feel you have a chronic pain, what do you do? Um, here's what I do. There are ways of bringing yourself into a type of a healing routine. Ironically, a lot of the religions have processes that reflect this and, and look like this in some manner and they, they relate to many times they're incorporating prayer into that and again this is your own individual process and I'm giving ideas for structure or potential guidelines but what you do in the middle of that um, or how you arrange this is a completely unique and individual decision and choice. Fasting or dietary cleanout. Um, what you're going to want to do is approach your body and look at your current routines and see if there's not any improvement that can be made to assist in the rebuilding of certain neurological things like serotonin and dopamine. If you change your diet and you do that intuitively, doing some research beforehand about what type of things that you can eat or avoid to bring yourself in a certain space that your body has the most immunity, the highest uh, defense available. Um, what can you eat to increase the health of your brain? Can you cut out some things that you might be needing to cut out? Um, going uh, vegetarian if you eat meat is not a bad idea. Basically, experiment. Try to see what you can do with your diet. Uh, to make an impact on your psychological health and experiment with fasting as well. Look up the circadian rhythms of the planet and put yourself on a diet or, or fast uh, and wake up and go to sleep at the times that your body was meant to. Look up the circadian rhythms and try to incorporate that into your fasting routine or your dietary cleanout. The next thing is journaling or writing things down. I like this because it's very personal. 
you can choose what you do with this writing if this is something that you want to hold on to you can do that if it's something you want to throw away you can do that too you don't have to share it with anyone and it is a very private and intimate way of releasing thoughts and content what swim around in your head there's no guidelines there's no rules and it can be cathartic. Honesty. If you are in the process with someone who is dying now, I suggest trying to avoid the instinct of being the strong one or trying to protect the dying and being very honest about your feelings and your emotions and your thought processes about their passing. I think that you will find that those who are actually in the position of leaving the planet and who are very conscious about that process taking place, that they have a lot more reserve of strength to discuss with it about you, uh, with you than you might think. Um, so try to resist this uh, instinct of, of covering up your own emotions or being strong for them. And with tact and sensitivity, go into a moment of intimacy with that person and discuss. Talk about how you feel. See what what they have to say in response and... If this is a healthy relationship and your communication is is good, then I think that can be very helpful to have really spoken deeply about it before they leave. Um, catharsis looks different for everybody. Again, if you're losing someone and another a partner or a family member is is processing their death in a way that seems confusing to you try to remember that everybody does this differently and that everyone has that right um sometimes like a lot of other things people have a tendency to be self-destructive um, they can get into kind of a self-flagellating state where they're displeased with their own emotional state and they give themselves extra hell for the way that they feel be gracious with yourself through this process and be gracious with others. Symbolism, I feel, is something that um, can be emotionally uplifting. Think about emotional uh, uplifting things, what can be done, lighting incense or sage. It's not necessarily a magical happening, what's happening, that you're not doing any magic other than the fact that you 
are improving your mental state and your emotional state and that in itself often has magical effects so symbolism um ceremony or ritual lighting candles going to a beautiful space to spread the ashes getting friends and family together these things can be very powerful and very cathartic um of course asking the dying person what they would like to have done uh another thing what I find really helpful is contemplating your your own death and trying to imagine how you want the people closest to you to react or respond in the event of your death. Um, those answers and those honest answers from yourself can really show a lot and tell you a lot about where you are mentally, emotionally. Um, I remember Osho had a great story in one of his uh, discourses about a, uh, a guru that died and put a bunch of fireworks inside of his pockets because he knew that he would be cremated and they all went off and exploded when they lit his burial fire and everybody had to laugh in the crowd um, I would like to think that there would be a big party uh, in the event of my passing I feel that if I think about it uh, if I think what I would rather have um, I, I know that people will go through an emotional process of their own so if I have anything to say about it then I, I would love to be able to encourage a celebration before before any of that has to happen I do think that that would make things easier um, again going back to the health routine and uh, kind of treating yourself um, going through grieving and mourning uh, very sensitively exercise is important Again, not getting into this self-flagellating thing for having emotions and being a human being and feeling sad. Uh, allowing yourself to feel every single thing what you're feeling, but then doing cathartic uh, actions and, and things that will make this an expansive process. Uh, expression or art, if you're creative. Um... Social exposure, uh, I think, is important when you've lost someone close to you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to talk with anyone about it directly, even though I think that can be helpful too. Um, 
being around other people who you care for and watching life go on is important um on the same thread of expression and art and creation listening to music again just giving yourself time as well um to feel those emotions of sadness in our society we're so it's so frowned upon uh to feel sadness and to cry but i think that it can be very very good for you when you are doing it um wholeheartedly um so do that as well there's nothing wrong with that uh and if you feel that you you know do it to the extent that you feel it helps uh another thing is poetry might sound silly but i find poetry about death and the life process or even just very well written poetry go back uh a few hundred years go back a few centuries and look at famous poetry it has there's something very unlocking about you know different zeitgeist and in different time periods and the insight what was had for example during the black plague and how common death was at that time just do a little digging and explore some things that might expand the psyche a little bit um that's all i have to say about this i think that we've gone through quite a few different um options for ways we can process the death of people that we love but just in closing i want to say my utopia is not without death being raised christian and being taught that there's a heaven where you're going to be somewhere forever um or super happy the whole time as a child was always very perplexing and somewhat unsettling um i don't take comfort in that concept um that's a personal thing but basically i do really strongly believe that emotional pain is a part of life and nobody can give you closure except for yourself um so try to remember self love is going to be a very important part of this process uh, self love incorporates having grace with yourself and compassion with yourself um there is no timeline this does not there's no prescribed rate of grieving or mourning and every emotion that you feel is valid um 
every situation is different but if the people who you are if you're watching someone pass right now and you're going through that process you know begin now start start grieving the moment that you hear the news don't wait until they're gone um make sure you've said everything you you want to say to these people and and then enjoy embracing this being in the moment with someone who knows that they're dying how precious is this you know we all have to die and and it it might happen to any of us at any time but there is something very beautiful about spending time with somebody who knows that their death is approaching soak that up um i remember osho said being around somebody being in their presence as well when they die is spiritually can be very beneficial um and i think there's truth to this don't shy away from this process and don't be afraid of it go into it don't be afraid to ask questions it's intimate uh and exposing or frightening but the honesty about those emotions can lead to further intimacy and a greater experience yeah we are all going to have to encounter this none of us can leave the planet without experiencing this multiple times um i love you guys uh stay unique to yourself stay authentic in the process no expectations just be and exist through it yeah and contemplate your own death think about what you would like to have happen how do you want people to feel and live your life to the fullest the, the more you live your life to the fullest the more the contemplation of your own death is a beautiful experience <laughs>